0: This is A Fresh Agenda. Conversations to connect your productivity and creativity and generate your deepest work. Here is your host, Christina Mendonza. This is A Fresh Agenda where we talk to innovators, entrepreneurs, and thought leaders. Hi everyone, I'm Christina Mendonza. Thank you for stopping by and spending some time with me for a little while. Um, I posted this uh, picture on my Instagram feed, I don't know, a couple of days ago now, and it's me, Very young. I think I'm probably 21 years old in the picture. And uh, it's so funny because it's so 80s. In fact, someone uh, hit me up on my Instagram and said, oh, my God, that looks like a John Hughes picture. It's me and this other guy. It was some frat party I was at. Someone sent me the picture. And it was just a shock to see myself uh, that young again. Uh, But I was sitting there considering the 80s as I was getting ready to record this podcast. And I thought, you know, one of the faces of the 80s that everyone recognizes is Kathy Ireland. I can't uh, I can't begin to name the teenage boys that probably had pictures of her in swimsuits up in their in their rooms and just one of the great beauties, one of the big supermodels, the breakout supermodels. It seems like everyone's a model these days, but Kathy Ireland is one of those names that immediately those pictures of the Sports Illustrated covers come to mind. She was best known for appearing in 13 consecutive Sports Illustrated swimsuit issues. I mean, definitely a woman of great beauty. But also, as I came to find out, a woman who is just at heart a hardcore entrepreneur. This woman has a motor, (laughs) and um, you just look at her brands, and there are brands that she owns and controls that you probably aren't even aware of. Um, I was surprised to hear about some of them. She sells more than Martha Stewart ever did. She's incredible. So we're going to meet her today. First, uh, a little bit of what's been going on. Uh, I've been doing a little bit of remodeling around the house. It's been 15 years, so definitely it's time. And we're trying to decide, or we were trying to decide, whether we were going to stay in our current house or move on. And I think we're going to stay. But definitely springtime and this time that we're doing the remodeling is a time to, as Marie Kondo puts it, spark a joy, right? So we're we're throwing out stuff that we don't need anymore, paring down, out with the old, in with the new, in with something fresh. And I'm doing that personally here in my own home. And uh, I'm doing it in my professional career, too, as I continue to make these little micro-pivots. And I know all of us are doing this at certain times in our lives. I was talking to a colleague recently, someone I used to work with, about uh, how to know what creative pursuits to stick with and which ones to give up. So last year was my year of yes. I did a lot of different things. I produced a video newscast. I produced this podcast. I worked on cannabis industry educational documentaries. I started in radio. I started a video content and media consulting business, and I'm not unique because I know a lot of you are out there, you're hustling, you're making things happen, you're doing lots of different things, and you're diversifying who you are and what you do. At some point though, you have to take stock of what's working for you and what needs to be shed. My criteria, as I always borrow this phrase from Adam Carolla, does it make me money? Does it make me happy? It has to do one. Now, preferably it does both, but it's got to do one. So as I'm sparking joy and tossing things that no longer suit me around the house, I'm also going to be paring down some of the things I'm doing that are no longer uh, either making me money or making me happy. This podcast is not going away though. This one, it definitely fulfills making me happy. I enjoy producing it. But if uh, I'm going to keep with a theme of 2019, my personal theme, which is radical relevance, something's got to give because I need more sleep. <laughs> and I think it's gonna have to be the shortlist, the video newscast, there's, there's so many things going on. And I love producing that video newscast, but it's about four to five hours uh, of my time on a Sunday. And um, there are a lot of other things I could be doing with that time that would either make me money or make me happy. So speaking of which, if you haven't checked it out, this is how I'm spending a lot of my time now, working on this brand new kfbk morning news show uh, my new partner is sam shane He spent many years working at the CBS uh, TV affiliate here in Sacramento while I was at the ABC. Um, We were competitors for so many years, and now we're partners. And we are having a blast with the new format. We are building out segments that go deeper into topics. Uh, We're finding more perspectives and more angles. And since he and I have both been in this market since dirt, I mean, we remember cases that go back 20 years. So we're just having a lot of fun with that. So you can find us in Sacramento at 93.1 FM, 1530 AM, or on the iHeartRadio app. And you can also listen live through the website at kfbk.com, or you can catch us on the KFBK Facebook live stream. So we do that every day. Okay, before we get to our guest, first let me tell you about New Age Ariel. Something happened this week with New Age Ariel. Dave who is the CEO of New Age. He loves to fly drones, right? They, they get the most amazing drone video and photography. But he's also a pilot. So he took a Cessna up over the Oroville Dam. And as you may have heard or may remember, in 2017, the Oroville Dam had some major structural issues and 200,000 people uh, had to be evacuated. So they have rebuilt that dam. They spent like a billion dollars to do it. And Dave, who had flown over it in 2017 as all that was happening, took his Cessna up and flew over the brand-new, reconfigured dam with the brand-new spillways, and he sent me some amazing pictures that we used on KFBK.com, and we did a short interview with him as well on the radio, because he had just... Tremendous perspective. So he loves being in the air. This is his passion, and he loves getting those unforgettable shots. So if you need drone services, you definitely have to look up Dave at New Age Aerial. Uh, you can find him at newageaerial.com. All right, let's talk about Kathy Ireland. In 1993, she founded a brand marketing company. This was after her modeling career. She pivoted from modeling to this brand marketing company, and she has uh, like a $420 million personal fortune. That that she was earning by 2015. You might remember she started in Kmart, and she did some clothing lines there. Well, she's not in Kmart anymore, but she's everywhere else. So the bulk of her success is coming from things that... Uh, People have likely never seen a celebrity's name on things like ceiling fans and flooring and mattresses and furniture and desks and end tables and media centers and beds and ottomans and bookcases. Now she has diamonds. She has pet products. Um, If there's any consistency to this grab bag that is Kathy Ireland and all of her products, it's her target audience. Okay, It's a lot of middle American moms and there is, as Fortune Magazine said, a certain magic about placing a glamorous supermodel's name on mundane products. There's a magic that happens there, and it's, it's happened for Kathy Ireland. She also has a beautiful heart, a philanthropic soul, and uh, I've really enjoyed talking to her. And she's got a motor. This woman's got a motor. So here's Kathy Ireland. Kathy Ireland joins me now. Thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. Oh,
1: thank you, Christina. Great to be with you.
0: So you are into everything—furniture and fashion, and skincare and pet products. What is bringing you the most joy these days?
1: Oh, you know, love our work. I really do, and it is so diverse. Um, all of those areas—I mean, everything for the home, uh, diamonds, uh, diamonds by Kathy Ireland and Kathleen Marie Paul wraps New York, and diverse, um, our work in the the world of entertainment and publishing, but I'd say what gives me the most joy is the how and how our team works. We're celebrating our 26th year this year, and um, my business partners and I, we've been together for 30 years now, and we have uh, millennials and Gen Z who were not born when we started our (laughs) company. Uh, and, and one of the key hows that we have that is most – that gives me the most joy, to answer your question, is our Millennium Development Goals. So years ago, um, worked with the UN uh, with their youth program, um, their eight Millennium Development Goals, which include everything from eradicating hunger, poverty, disease, to supporting education, um, environmental sustainability – Um, Many things for the UN I'm challenged by, but these Millennium Development Goals are are something I really believe in. And our company has added two more, and that is supporting our military and their families and the fight against human trafficking. Uh, Everyone who partners with our company, they agree to support one of these initiatives. Uh, Many people already are and we don't demand a monetary amount, um, we encourage that, but it's, it could be anything, it could be volunteer hours. And that is our, the first part of our vetting process when we're contemplating a new relationship, a new partnership. And it tells us a lot. Um, You know, most people, they're already supporting something or they're excited about an area where they can help. Once in a while, we'll get somebody who says, I'm not interested in any of this. And we just say, well, we're not going to be a good fit. So moving on. But that's what Christina really gets me the most excited because it lets me know that in success, we're able to honor our vision and the vision for our company is teach, inspire, empower, make our world better. And we're able to do that in a real tangible way. So that's exciting.
0: That is. So when did you make that pivot? I mean, you were doing, uh, you know, the international modeling in the 80s and the 90s and all the Sports Illustrated covers. And when, who in your life came into your life that helped you make that pivot to international woman?
1: Well, you know, I... I've been an entrepreneur since I was four years old. I started out selling rocks and then just selling anything our neighbors (laughs) would buy, uh, flowers, vegetables, um, washing cars, got a paper route at age 11, Um, always working. Modeling was never the plan, but I felt like it was an opportunity to perhaps um, earn money for college or to start a business. And uh, the whole time I modeled, I was trying and failing at businesses, and had one of those earlier endeavors taken off. The modeling career would not have gone on as long as it as it did. But uh, but I'm grateful for those failures. I I, I learned a lot.
0: Right. You know, it seems these days we have so many um, Instagram models, or you know, it, it seems like it's everything is kind of flattened now because so many more people have access to the market. So you don't see uh, the rise of the supermodels or the rise of the the, the superstars anymore because it seems everyone has a little piece of that stardom now. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you when you look to um, the, the future of brands and branding, how hard is it? If you don't have a platform like yourself, having been a superstar, or reach that realm, how hard is it to try to uh, create a niche in, in the market and get a foothold into the market with these various brands?
1: Well, you know what? You're uh, you're so correct in that it's changed so much. And I, I mean, in many ways, I, I think uh, technology has leveled the playing field. So, you know, people do have the, the opportunity to, to build their own brand. They're maybe less dependent on being hired by someone else, but they can really, you know, do the, do the work. It's, it's hard work. I, I don't know any shortcuts. But, um, you know, I, if, if you love what you're doing, it sure makes it a lot more enjoyable on those long, hard days.
0: How do you develop? Uh, you said you have various teams that work on these various products with you. How involved are you in the process when it comes to, say, your diamond line or or your furniture line?
1: I get accused of being a control freak, but I prefer to think of it as passionate. <laughs> I care deeply about what we're doing. Um, you mentioned diamonds. I was in New York yesterday with our partner, Paul Rapp. And uh, diamonds by Kathy Ireland, it's our two thousand to ten thousand dollar range. And Kathleen Marie, Paul Raps, New York, are our statement pieces in the multi millions of dollars. And I, we were having meetings with and with, with our, our designer, with um, with retail partners. And I, I care deeply about it. And with our furniture, I'm I, I'm on the phone. I mean, I start most days with. With uh, phone calls, with our retailers, with our partners, checking on everything, working on new designs. Uh, John Carrasco is our genius global creative director. I think we have an amazing, amazing team, but I am involved in all areas with our team.
0: I think there's a lot of curiosity about people who are just so driven entrepreneurially. And you told me you started as an entrepreneur, you know, at a very young age selling rocks. Talk to me a little bit about grow, growing up as you did, what influences, how did your parents help shape that? How were you influenced as a young person to have this drive?
1: Uh, I'm so grateful for my parents. Um, I just thank God for my parents every day Dad worked for labor relations. Um, he, you know, we grew up as kids. Um, Rallies with Cesar Chavez. We were never allowed to eat grapes. It was family trips um, across the border to Tijuana where, you know, we would see the cardboard houses where the majority of people on earth live in those kind of conditions. So it really helped to shape my thinking um, about how people are treated. So when we began our brand with a single pair of socks, surprise factory inspections, but that was the first thing we did. And it's something we continue to do. We do that with our diamonds. We do it with, with everything. And we have the, the toughest human rights clause that I'm aware of. Um, mom um, is amazing. My mom is the ultimate entrepreneur. She, um, I mean, did everything during my childhood from babysitting jobs to she would make these halter downs in the 70s. And I would make jewelry that when I was, like, seven years old that would go along with her halter gowns. And I'd make handbags, and we'd sell them at art fairs on the beach. She started a house cleaning, cleaning business, I mean, she would just do anything. And then she went back to the school when I was a teenager to become a nurse. So that really gave me a lot of courage and confidence, too. Like, I always knew I could do anything for a living. I mean, you know, I was blessed with good health, and I could really do anything.
0: You know the socially conscious aspects of your business is interesting. I was having a conversation with my teenage daughter who was saying, you know, Mom, I'm I'm just not really gonna buy that fast fashion anymore. And 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 you know, I'll go to mm-hmm. I'll go to a thrift store sometimes and buy something just because I think it's better for the environment and better for the earth. But you know, you were kind of uh, you're cutting edge in that way because it is only just this generation that's really thinking socially about how they shop and what they purchase.
1: Well, I, I love that about this generation. I'm really encouraged because this generation is demanding. They want to know how. They want to know how things are done. They want to know. They want transparency. They want to know uh, the implications, the impact that every decision makes. And I'm deeply encouraged by that. I think it's wonderful.
0: So you grew up in this kind of you know, socially aware family and, and then went – tell me how you, you – you, um, as you started your modeling career and got into that, you were exposed to kind of another side of life, I imagine, uh, traveling internationally and, and being well taken care of. Uh, at least that's my perception. I don't know.
1: Well, it was eye-opening to be sure. I mean, my world was as far as I could pedal my bicycle – Uh, And then it it went into New York City at age 17. And I was naive. My mom went with me the first five days just to make sure everything was okay. Uh, I met some incredible people. And I met a lot of predators as well. And it really opened my eyes to, you know, I I talked about one of our uh, Millennium Development Goals being the fight against human trafficking. It is tragically the growing illegal business on earth and unlike drugs human beings can be sold over and over and over again and when human beings are no longer profitable in the sex slave trade they're often sold into forced labor and that's why those surprise factory inspections are critically important and why we all need to have heightened awareness. So as a young girl I bumped into all sorts of uh, things. (laughs) I mean, I'm not a violent person, but it was an incident where I slugged a photographer and walked off of a job. And, um, you know, I just I, I encourage young people figure out what your values are ahead of time. And put boundaries in place to protect them because they will be challenged and know what you're willing to walk away from. Know what you're willing to be fired for or, you know, if you own your own business or nonprofit to walk away from.
0: That's interesting you say that because I can only imagine, I mean, you had good parents and, you know, a ballast, a strong foundation, but uh, for other young people getting into the business either then or now, I mean, right. the, the, the predators are real and not everyone yeah. has the internal capability to deal with that.
1: Yeah, they're, I mean, it, they they are real. I And I naively thought all adults were good people like my parents, and they're not, and predators can look you know they can look many different ways and they don't discriminate i mean they they go after anyone uh, girls and boys um and even in like in colleges they can you know they they can approach uh, uh, someone who you know maybe they they might uh have dreams of the entertainment industry mm-hmm. and Promises are made, and you know it, it, it's just—it's just tragic and it's heartbreaking. And we do need heightened awareness and alertness um, to really fight against this. And and I met—you know—I worked with young girls during that time, and they really felt like their their families didn't understand how difficult it is. To get work in the modeling and entertainment industry, it's hard it's so competitive, and a lot of these these girls felt like they couldn't go home without their idea of making it and um, you know and uh, that really caused a lot of girls to compromise and to make decisions that ultimately ended up hurting them, you know maybe it got them a few jobs here or there, but Ultimately, it really hurt them. And so I, I really encourage people to be alert and just, you know, stand your ground.
0: Is there any day at all that you miss any of that, that that life? Or does it seem like another life because you are so on to other things?
1: Mm, it feels like it was so long ago. and. And, no, I, I don't. I mean, it's uh, I, I'm grateful because I learned so much. I think one of the greatest gifts of that long-ago career is all the rejection. And I didn't appreciate it at the time, but when we started our brand with a single pair of socks and people said it was a stupid idea and it was never going to last and when I still get rejected today, it doesn't destroy me. I mean, no means now we're talking. Uh, I'll come back tomorrow. Maybe, you know, you'll be in a better mood or maybe your circumstances will have changed. And and that's what I encourage people to do. When you have a dream, um, learn from it. If somebody is giving you criticism, maybe they're not even delivering it in a nice way, but maybe there's it's a gift. Maybe you can learn from it or you know, be discerning. If it's garbage that needs to be thrown away or despite the, you know, the nasty delivery, perhaps there's an element of truth in it that can be helpful. And, you know, learn from that and go back. And, you know, perhaps the person, if you go back six months later, perhaps the person who's blocking you might not be in a position of power. So, you know, don't give up and uh, keep learning.
0: It would be so easy. I mean, you reached, you attained a level in your career where you could have at some point backed off. You would have had plenty saved that you could do your charity work and, and, and that's it. But uh, this motor that you have for all these companies that you've created is incredible. I mean, and it sounds like you've always been that way. Do you consider you, you will continue creating until until you, you meet your maker? <laughs>
1: Um, or unless my maker gives me another plan. Um, We'll we'll see what that is. (laughs) But, um, you know, I love what I do and I'm grateful for it. And as I shared, you know, you asked such a great question at the very beginning, what makes me most excited? And, um, and, And having the company set up in such a way that I know we are making a positive difference, that keeps me going. And that keeps it fresh and inspiring for me, and even though our company is celebrating its 26th year this year, I feel like we're a baby brand just getting started. I feel like there's so much that we need to do and accomplish. There's, there's a lot to do. You know, there's we've been exposed to needs that are bigger than us and to opportunities that are bigger than us, and it's exciting to be able to combine those two.
0: Your your days sound incredibly busy. What do you do to um, relax and recharge?
1: Uh, Honor my priorities. And for me, it's my faith. It's my family. And then being of service through the work. And when I don't do that, I'm a disaster. My coping skills are gone. They're out the window. And I'm not effective at anything. So I just, I have to do that. I really do. Mm -hmm. And... um, and then, you know, I, I I love time with our family and I love being in the outdoors. I enjoy surfing and hiking and biking and just, you know, enjoying the great outdoors. I love that.
0: All right. Is there anything I haven't asked you, something that's happening in your life right now or something you're particularly excited about that um, you want to talk about? Well, thank you. I'm,
1: you know, I'm, I'm grateful to all the the wonderful people we work with from our partners at Lamps Plus and Nuracon and Michael Amini, Kathy Ireland, Home, um, just amazing people. Our partners at Bush Furniture, where we're um, we're, we're celebrating um, just a rise that's that's more than sixty percent last year. So it's just. Incredible, incredible people um, working in children's education and publishing and entertainment. Um, you know, just had the privilege to work with extraordinary people from Elizabeth Taylor, Janet Jackson, Marilyn McCool, and Billy Davis Jr., and Vanessa Williams. Just amazing, amazing people doing incredible work. And uh, and I love it. It's exciting.
0: All right, Kathy Ireland, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate you taking that with us today and and wish you well.
1: Thank you very much.
0: I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Kathy Ireland. She is fantastic, and uh, her products are just about everywhere. If you look up kathyireland.com, you'll see kind of her empire, and it indeed is an empire. So thank you again for being here. I hope you check us out on the KFBK Morning News. It's myself, Christina Mendonca, and Sam Shane. And we have uh, all the news of the day, plus we go a little bit deeper into uh, some different topics. And we're having a lot of fun putting some perspective and some analysis on things. And uh, and we're getting some really nice feedback as well. So check us out in the Sacramento area at 93.1 FM, 1530 AM. You can get us at KFBK on the iHeartRadio app. You can also get us on the website at kfbk.com, and you can check us out on Facebook Live every day. So so it, there's a lot of different places to listen, and we hope you do that. And thanks again for being here. I'm Christina Mendonca. Let's stay connected. Conversations to connect your productivity and creativity. This is A Fresh Agenda.